Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and Attention Coach Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, The ADHD Journey, Managing Yourself, Part 2, with us in our virtual studio is David Gwork uh, of the ADD Coach Academy. Uh, Before we get into the show, um, we'd like to thank children and adults with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away uh, copies of Attention Magazine. To get your copy, just listen to our show. We'll share a secret word a few times during the show. Write that secret word down. Um, listen to another show. Listen for that secret word. Put it down and send it, both secret words to me in email. The address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. And when we get your email, we will forward you a PDF copy of the current issue of Attention Magazine. And then Chad will send you a second PDF copy of the issue that will be printed after that. We got a little tip that we want to run from Chad and we'll get into the show. Misinformation can be as deadly as the most serious disease and spread just as quickly. For years now, myths about ADHD have spread on the internet and in social media. Chad urges parents to know the facts and get help for their children. ADHD is real. Without proper identification, treatment, and support, it can have serious consequences. Learn more at chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, so as I had mentioned, this is the second uh, of a second part of a two-part series uh, titled The ADHD Journey, Managing Your ADHD. Let me kind of explain this so we understand what's going to happen here tonight. Basically, I had come up with the idea of, you know, everybody out there with ADHD is always learning ADHD. The question is, do you ever get there? And there's another issue of people with ADHD. How self-aware are you? So I reached out to David Gork, who is a master certified coach um, and been an ADHD coach for, I think, like 25 years. He's 65 as of the recording of the show. And I reached out to him and said, you know, you're a thought leader on this. Not only do you have ADHD, but you're an ADHD coach. You founded the ADD Coach Academy, and you know you've you've trained hundreds of other people to be coaches. So the question really is: is what is it do you get now that you didn't get, let's say, ten years ago? And when I asked David this question, it was great because it just sent him off um, thinking, and it took him a while to pull things together. And I originally wanted just the top three, and but he came and he said, I can't decide. And we reeled off about six of them. So what I did is I got together with him, and we recorded um, his response to these, and uh, we did it all at one time. And the first 
uh, of the three issues that he uh, acknowledged was in our first episode. And so now here I'm here to play the balance of it. And again, this show was, was, was pre-taped. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to run his bio and then we're going to pause real quickly and I'll talk about you know, what each section is and we'll go from there. Um, it was fascinating because while a lot of stuff that he's talking about here, I kind of know about, I actually learned quite a lot from him um, in this, in this journey that I think I can apply to myself. So uh, without further ado, we're going to run his bio and then we'll get into it. David is a master certified ADHD coach with the professional association of ADHD coaches and a master certified coach with an international coach federation. He's also the founder and president of the ADD Coach Academy, known as ADCA, which is the first and largest comprehensive ADHD coach training program fully accredited by the ICF and Professional Association of ADHD Coaching, which is the governing body of ADHD coaching profession. He's the author of groundbreaking book, The Key to Creating a Life of Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities for Adults with ADHD. This is the best part, everybody. He was inducted in the 2016 International chad hall of fame and was presented with the founders award in 2016 from the adhd coaches organization and i want to pause here for a second he was inducted in the chad hall of fame chad's been around for a long time but he was the first coach that was actually inducted into the chad um, hall of fame formerly filled with educators uh, and other mental health professionals so it's really groundbreaking that he he had made that particular remark um you can find a lot about David because he speaks, he talks, he's, he's all over the place. Um, you can find more about him by going to ADDCA.com. Okay, so uh, here we go. Um, in our first episode, um, David talked about memory. He talked about uh, breathing and perfectionism. The next topic we, I asked him about, which I think was re- I learned a lot from this, was anxiety. So let's, let's share a conversation. So, David – one of the things that you mentioned to me, which when you told to me, I processed a little bit before we did this, is when you realized that anxiety wasn't going to go away. And I'm inferring that you quit fighting it and you just learned to live with it. Tell us about that realization. Well, there's all kinds of stories we tell your, you tell yourself, Jeff. You know, when I found out about my ADHD, uh, that was in a time when they didn't even diagnose it in adults mm-hmm. and had to go do my own homework and everything. When I eventually found a medication that worked for my ADHD, it was groundbreaking. Um, I mean, I could pay attention to things that I couldn't before. My impulsivity was better. Just things processed better. It was just amazing. And because I believed that it helped me so much with my brain and ability to do things much better uh, and found out what I did better, I just assumed that if I took a medication, it would help get rid of my anxiety if I developed some good cognitive tools. Uh And there are just some things that um, our DNA gives us. I believe this. I don't know if it's true, but I feel it. That my DNA, I had a father who was anxious, I had a lot of brothers, I had a lot of relatives who were anxious, it's in their DNA, and I think you can minimize it, I think you can mitigate it, but I don't think you can ever get rid of it, um, because with all the strategies I learned, even when I was feeling good, that anxiety would show up, rear its ugly head out of nowhere, and so the more I tried to analyze it, the more draining it became, the more I used my executive function, 
when I accepted it and identified it and just let it come through, um, I didn't embrace it, but I said, oh, there you are. Um, how am I going to manage you rather than resisting? Resistance is just not good for the brain. It's not good for all our functions. So when I accepted it, I was able to identify it a lot better and realized um, I, could mi- I could mitigate it. Medications weren't the answer for me yeah. there. They didn't work, but for the ADHD, they did. It was just plain old emotional intelligence, awareness, and um, shifting the attention. So when I shifted my attention out of the anxiety to positive emotions, when I was able to do that, and I didn't let my amygdala get hijacked and breathe, you know, breathing allowed me to do it, I had to have a destination to go to away from the anxiety. And that was positive emotion, magical moments, whatever you call them, that those prompts I noticed really helped me get out of it. Not immediately, but it didn't take me days or weeks, maybe an hour, maybe a half an hour, because rumination was part of that anxiety too. Yep. And that's what I learned. So as you describe this, I'm having a flashback to – it's 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 different, but it's similar. And that is, um, as an athlete, um, in high school and college, I would spend six or seven months training to peak, to swim with a hundred backstroke twice. So it was like two minutes in one day. And so I'd spend that time when whether it was uh, a national U.S. nationals or NCAA's or Olympic trials or whatever, I would come home and my parents would talk to me. I was just an ass to everybody. I mean, just an ass. And I found myself after like two or three of them that I was, I, I was just, I was depressed. I was, I mean, I felt like, Oh, like there was nothing to look forward to. And it was weird. Cause I started to notice the pattern. And I also noticed that a couple days would go by and I'd kind of be back to normal. I'd like it would kind of pass. So I kind of coined the phrase, you know, post um, trip blues that I renamed to post event blues. And that is that depression, if you will, that happens after I get excited and I crescendo up to this big event. And in parallel to what you're describing, it's in the moment that I didn't fight it. I, it was going to be there. I wasn't going to get rid of it. The experience completely changed. Number one, it wasn't as bad and it passed a little quicker but I kind of just expected that it was a part of life and I didn't invite it in for tea and I didn't fight it. And emotionally, I still, I didn't like it, but emotionally it was just easier when I quit fighting it. And I'm, you know, kind of as an analogy or metaphor, I'm hearing that happen to you. And I have to tell you from my own experience, it was a big relief to me to actually just, Again, you don't have to invite it in for tea, but you just acknowledge that it's there and kind of go on. And I'm not so sure all of our listeners understand how powerful that is, but in a similar way, I kind of experienced it. And I I encourage everybody else to take a look at that because letting that go and not getting emotionally fighting it, it's it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, I wholeheartedly agree. You know, it's like I remember in high school uh, hitting a, a, a shot to win the game in triple overtime and having that high that was like so unbelievable. And then waking yep. up the next day, yep. going from that to normal life, yep. Uh. And 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 not knowing what that means, and that's so hard to deal with. You know, I work with uh, builders around the country and entrepreneurs. They have this huge project, and they work for three years on it, and they make money, and they do all these great things, and then the project ends. They go into this deep state of depression. 
and anxiety because they're shifting from this to yep. this with nothing in between, and they're not prepared for it. So preparation and being aware of it is a huge part of it, Jeff. Yep. Huge part Absolutely. Of it. So it was it was fascinating to me when the anxiety thing came up with David is um, for you out there with ADHD, many of you have anxiety and that notion it's not going to go away and just kind of figure out a way to live with it. I think is uh, is is a definite sign of his maturity and his journey with ADHD to have that realization. And I'm hoping that that will help some of you guys out there think and ponder and uh, figure out maybe how you might be able to deal with anxiety in a different way. Maybe acknowledge as he did it will be there. But uh, needless to say, I hope this gives you positive thought. We're going to go to a break real quick. Um, our secret word tonight is going to be David. Our secret word tonight is David. And to learn more about David work, go to addca.com. That's addca.com. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are here playing some recorded clips that I did with uh, David Gork, uh, ADHD thought leader, on his journey, personal journey on um, ADHD. Uh, before the break, we were just kind of talking about anxiety. Uh, the next topic is self-compassion. And this was interesting to me because the way he described it was not kind of what I expected. Um, but we'll, uh, let me share what he said and uh, see, uh, see if it can spark some thought within you. Okay, David. So – Another one, uh, self-compassion. First of all, what is self-compassion to you? Um, wonderful book to read on this is by a lady by the name of Kristen, Kristen Neff. She's a PhD. She's a real expert on self-compassion. There's a whole neurological thing. But self-compassion is the ability to be kind to yourself when you make a mistake. It's not beating yourself up. Every time something doesn't go right, the result doesn't come your way, you do something wrong. Uh, there's a tendency for people with ADHD to have this pervasive uh, pattern of, it's my fault, look how stupid I am. They, there's, it's very black and white. I'm a failure. If I do it in one part of my life, my whole life sucks. You know, that's an, it's an expanded uh, antithesis of self-compassion. It's the exact opposite. Self-compassion means when I do something wrong, you say, I'm a human being. I have good parts of me. This is one that I maybe have to work on. But what did I learn from this? What can mm -hmm. I learn from this? And it requires uh, self-compassion. It talks about mindfulness and breathing. And it also talks about the neurology. She goes through, and, I mean, she's talking about rumination. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this is not just for people with ADHD. This is for everybody. But it's more pervasive with people with ADHD. I'll give you an example, Jeff. Um, 
when I use, when I'm coaching a client, we use the via character strengths, okay, mm-hmm. which are yep. these character traits that describe the essence of who you are. And one of them is kindness, big one for people with ADHD. So when I'm talking to them, I ask them, well, how does this kindness show up in your life? And they proceed to tell me how kind they are to everybody around them. And when I ask them, how about you being kind to yourself? How are you kind to yourself? And there's a dead silence. And they say, what do you mean? I said, when, are you kind to yourself? Do you embrace yourself when you do something good? Do you sit and give yourself a hug or acknowledge yourself? Or do you, you know, say you love yourself? And these are concepts that are, they were for me too. Um, I thought I did it, but I was great at giving it to everybody else but myself. And the last, as a coach, I realized if I was giving it to everybody else and not myself, at some point mm-hmm. I was going to burn out. Yep. And that's what happens. So just by being kind and giving yourself a break and saying, I'm not perfect. I'm a human being. And that what's, that's what makes me perfect. It makes a huge difference. <laughs> so um, when I first started doing attention talk radio, um, I had no experience doing anything like what I did. Oh, and I, and David, I cannot tell you how many times oh, I had some experts on and blah, blah, blah. And I would say something that would just cringe like, Oh my God, that was like stupid <laughs> or bad, you know, whatever. And Oh, Oh, it was just, I just, you could feel the rushing feeling just coming over, you know? And I was like, I was just such a knucklehead back then. I just, I'm like, there's, I've had a couple interviews before, like if the other person, the expert knew like, what a knucklehead I was in the garage back years ago. They would have never like, done this. Um, oh, and, but, and that kind of helped me kind of like, I made it this far, um, but I was compassionate to myself and, and I have, Lord knows I've screwed up a whole bunch. And, um, um, yeah. I, and, and it's funny because um, I've actually embraced the whole let go of perfectionism. This is ADHD. This is like raw. I, I actually have a lot of uh, YouTube videos that I do where people complain about the audio or the whatever. And I say, Hey, listen, the quality, the contents, the content. So I'm fighting ADHD perfectionism go. And going back to what you're describing here is I feel that I am more perfect as a human by acknowledging my imperfections having to be perfect is unachievable. And there's a piece that I have found by being who I am. And I'll tell this story. Um, you're you're going to laugh really pretty hard about this one. So um, I'm an intense learner, people. I, I learn in a certain way. That's no. <laughs> anyway, you're kidding. yeah, I've learned over the years is that it's not a good experience for the people that I'm learning from. And uh, the other day I went in for the first time to get a voice lesson, which is a whole nother, like me, you know, voice lesson is kind of wow. crazy. And I walked into you? the person and I said, listen, <laughs> just want to tell you right now, I, I learned differently. My style's a little bit differently. And I'm, and this is kind of a way I have compassion for myself is I'm, I'm letting myself be myself in this interview, but I'm being cognitive and respectful of the other person. So I sat down and I said, look, this is not directed at you. Um, there's no malice. I just get kind of intense and it's just the way I learn. And if you just relax in the whole process, we'll get this through this thing together. And it's funny because we got done. They said, wow, that was so nice that you did it. You were intense, but we got through it. And, and my, the reason I'm telling the story is I'm compassionate with myself 
and I'm compassionate with myself because I advocate for myself. I think differently from everybody else. And it's hard because most people can't give me the information the way I need it. And when I do that, I begin to interrogate them a little bit. It's not intentional, but I'm trying to get what I need from that. And again, it's a, a, a wacky story. David's like shaking his hand, laughing his ass off. Cause we've been, <laughs> we've been on that side before, but again, what you're saying here in terms of self-compassion, I think is, is really a big deal. And for me, it's to allow myself to be imperfect. And there's such a peace that comes over me when I am allowed to be imperfect. And I'm, I'm kind of looking at your face and, and seeing the same type of a thing. And if there's one thing I would love for the people that are listening to this or watching this is really to take heart with this. It is, it is so much easier because, you know, here comes David. Are you ready for it? It takes the pressure off. Yes. Absolutely. It takes the pressure off. And it is, oh, my God, the, the elephant, the monkey, it, 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 you can just laugh at yourself. And you got, Lord knows you and I have talked about the pressure impact on people with ADHD. It's just paralyzing. So, anyway. Yeah. yeah you know, Jeff, I, I'm so glad. I know you know this, but it's nice to hear you say it because I, I know you know it. But uh, here's the bottom line. It makes us better people Yes. when we do this. Um, we, because we have this the old story, if I have the right outcome, if I have the re- right result, people are going to respect me more. I find people respect you more when you're humble yes. and honest and just say, Hey, I screwed up. I'm yep. really sorry. Help me with this. Yep. And that was a, that was a story that was hard for me to embrace for years because we're not taught that we're taught. We are our results. We are our, what we manifest. We are our achievements. And bottom line is, it's about being authentic. That's what people are attracted to, authenticity. That is uh, – there was a lot in that clip. Um, I would encourage some of you to go back and listen to it a second time because um, sometimes you can get a little bit deeper. I will say that there are a lot of people that I coach with ADHD who don't have a lot of self-compassion, and they're not perfect. And uh, it creates a very difficult dynamic in relationships because they get very defensive. Um, if somebody is struggling from an ADHD symptom, um, sometimes they struggle with emotional self-regulation and will lash out to a bit. And those with ADHD sometimes will sort of then just kind of fight back. Whereas just just accepting that things aren't perfect and that you have it and, and that ADHD is, is is a challenge and kind of owning it a little bit um, and deal with compassionate for yourself in that situation by not having to be perfect can really, really help you um, manage your emotions, particularly in other relationships. So anyway, I encourage many of you maybe to go back and listen to that clip. Uh, we're going to go to a break. Again, our secret word tonight is David. Our secret word tonight is David. And um, to learn more about uh, David Gork, go to his website at the ADD Coaching Academy. That's addca.com. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com. Com slash ATR. Are you always late? 
The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We are here getting nuggets of insights from uh, ADHD thought leader David Gwork on his own journey with ADHD. Uh, before the break, we were talking about uh, self-compassion. Um, now we're talking about strengths. And I want to highlight something. As David starts to talk to you about strengths, we begin to think of strengths in terms of performance. And I think it's kind of natural to do that, but I really want you to listen to what he's talking about here with regard to strengths and particularly non-performance because it's not something that we think about a little bit. And there's some really deep stuff here. So I'm going to let him share his thoughts on that, but I encourage you to kind of don't jump to conclusions on this and open your mind a little bit. There's a, there's a lot to be learned here. David, I've heard you talk about strengths till the cows come home. Um, till the cows come home. And I was shocked that um, understanding your strengths and the power of that didn't occur to you until so much further down your ADD journey. Tell us about that. Well, um, it's the, you know, Jeff, there are certain things that we learn that we, we know, but they become deeper, they expand. And so my concept of what a strength was and is and how to use them completely changed when I got very involved in um, understanding the brain, understanding positive psychology, understanding things by Barclay and emotional regulation. And what I understood is, you know, at the academy, we look at four different kinds of strengths. Uh, Performance strength is not the most important. And what I learned is I can be a good speaker because I'm a verbal processor, or I can be athletic because I'm kinesthetic. Um, or I can learn athletic movements quickly on the basketball court or things of that nature. But those strengths will die if I don't find a source of inspiration and motivation for them. And this came out of my understanding of ADHD, that ADHD is a deficit of interest. But it's much more than a deficit of interest. Interest is just opens up the novel side of the brain. It's to sustain that focus and energy over longer periods, you have to be inspired. You have to find something that when you look at this thing, it already activates your brain. And the question that we always have to ask ourselves, what makes us come alive? That's the most important question. What makes us come alive when I have to express myself? And this related to the many uh, interviews you and I had about the who and the what. That I think for most of my life, I was very focused on the what making me who I was that what I did made people respect me more. And it's possible because there are people that said, oh, he's really good at this. I want to get to know him. But as a person, um, it didn't allow me to sustain the best in me until I found coaching. Until I found, I mean, I was in the ad agency business for 12 years. I did exceptionally well until one day at age 38, I woke up in a state of depression 
because I realized what I was doing. I was a robot. I was very good at it. And I was raised, went up the ladder. But what I realized is I was having a tough time getting out of bed because it was mundane. It was rote that it didn't allow me to take what was inside of me that described the essence of who I am and who, what motivated me that got me out of bed every day to make me come alive. That's when the source of inspiration became fairness, huge one. You know, that's why I'm in the ADHD world. I can't stand the thought of mm -hmm. one person. That's why you're in it, Jeff. Mm -hmm. You can't stand one person being treated unfairly. And so then I had to figure out creative ways to do that and do it in a socially intelligent way and be a leader. Those are my four character strengths mm -hmm. that, and, and that I identify every day. But the words weren't enough. I had to go into my memory, going back to memory, and access those experiences that express my authenticity of who I was. And when I had the prompts for those, you know, like last year we had – uh, two years ago, or was it a year ago? Yeah, last Chad, when we all got together, Jeff, you were there mm -hmm. with us. We had 120 people from ADCA there. That was my that was a moment that I just have to see the picture of the site, and I'm automatically inspired because that's my life right yep. there. That's what inspires me to do what I do. So for our listeners, put this in context, um, the International Conference on ADHD that kind of was merged together, formerly known as the Chad Conference, we're together, David being the leader of the ADD Coach Academy, had 122 whatever students had come there. Now, that's not all the students he's had. Those are the ones that just came to the conference. So it kind of came in mass. So it was, a, it was a very special moment for him and actually the ADC coaching community. <clears throat> so um, fascinating to me because I remember hearing you talk about this more than 10 years ago, which goes to that, you know, there's this thing I've been trying to articulate. You can say the words, but it doesn't mean you get it. And um, it's this thing I've coached people before where it's like Groundhog Day, the words, words, words. And all of a sudden, one day, it's completely different. So it's, it, it really looks like you kind of uh, turned the corner on this. So uh, kudos. So there we have it. Lots of insights here. What I hope is some of them are unexpected. And some of them, I hope that you saw that David was looking at things a little bit differently, particularly there at the end. Um, it was a real pleasure doing this show. It's kind of funny because in, in the journey of, as a host of Attention Talk Radio, there's so much I learned, and, and I definitely got some, some nuggets out of this uh, myself. I um, hope you've enjoyed it. Um, in the, uh, the original recording that we did, we did a, a small kind of ending clip that I think was really, really good. I'm going to replay it for you as we kind of close this out. As a, as a reminder, our uh, secret word tonight is David. You can learn more about David by going to addca.com. And uh, with that, let's run the ending. When I called you and I said, hey, can you reflect on this? I could, I could hear the silence in your email. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. And it took a while to come together. So at the end of the day, I really hope that those that are, that are tuning in and listening to this will, will take take pause and stop and reflect and and as we had originally kind of started is there's, there's always deeper learning. Um, there's more self-awareness to kind of keep going. It's a journey. And the more you go, the better you get at it. And, you know, David, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm honored that you came on. I'm honored that you reflected this. I'm honored to know you for so, so long. And thank you for, for, for being present on this uh, interview and for everything you do for the ADHD coaching community. You've helped so many people, Actually, the ABC community in general, I just, uh, hats off to you. Thank you so much. Feelings mutual, Jeff. I show, throw it right back at you. Uh, 
So with that, everybody, I hope that you've enjoyed uh, these thoughts from uh, David Gore from the ADD Coach Academy. To learn more about him, go to uh, ADDCA.com. And with that, uh, thank you for coming on our show. Thank you.